0: episode 61 rumblin bumblin stumblin join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between the games we play with brian and chris and welcome back to the games we
1: play—a podcast about board games, tabletop RPGs, and miniatures, but mainly and always about the games we play. I'm your host Brian, and my co-founder here and co-host this week is Chris. Hey, Chris, welcome back.
0: Hello, hello, hello.
1: It's been a couple weeks since we've actually talked. Uh, it's been—we've been really busy. You know what? Actually, yeah. I forgot. This is episode 61 of the games we play. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be talking about board games and board games and probably some other board games. So um, we're on quarantine special. If this is your first time listening, we thank you for listening. Uh, we are doing this remotely. We've been doing it for, remotely for what? Like three months yeah. now? Yeah. don't. It feels forever since we've been able to record in person. Oh, it does. I miss but you, buddy. We, <laughs> haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> there's there's definitely something about recording in person than recording more remotely. Not that this is, this is actually pretty good compared to what we could have done maybe five years ago, but um, we're recording more remotely. We're just going to keep this nice and light, free format, just talk about games. All right, so we got that out of the way. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining here this sure. week. Uh, it's been kind of busy for me. I don't know about you
0: uh yeah I've been kind of uh had a daughter graduate high school actually we were able to have the ceremony um I'll talk more about that uh had the twins um they had their uh, 14th birthday and then oh, boy. Uh, planning for a wedding here uh in another week oh so, gosh I, I, yeah I, about oh, a, just word. just yeah when this drops on Monday, we're gonna get married on the Saturday the following Saturday so oh man yep. I,
1: I, I kind of lost track of time yes. it's July already this that is crazy. it is oh man time has been flying well that's really exciting so by the next episode you'll be a married man
0: I'll be a married man. Yep. That, blended exciting. Party of Nine.
1: Woohoo. Oh man, that's a talk about a big so, family.
0: Is that the social media thing? Is that a, we Jamie did this uh for our, our wedding announcements? Pound blended party of nine. Hashtag so, hashtag. Uh, I'm old school. <laughs> it's pound and, and I grew up with pound. So pound <laughs> blended party of nine. If you if you do that, uh it oh, like man. magically uh like recognizes us or something. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> So do that on Instagram, and it's uh, do oh, um, pounded, blended, family, excuse me, blended party of nine. I can't get it right. Hashtag. Pound, yeah, hashtag. Hashtag. What? hashtag. for those young whippersnappers. Uh, uh, oh, blended man. party of nine, and uh, that'll get us on, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it'll get you. But.
1: So technically, with all social media, you can actually like tap or click or whatever on a hashtag, and it'll bring up posts that people... Uh, tagged their posts in that hashtag if that makes sense so Uh, on instagram if you do hashtag board games it'll pull up everybody's posts on instagram or whatever social media on of that um hashtag so it's a good way to find content you're interested in so if you're interested in my little pony by all means find your my little pony content creators and you can find it it's out there fun so cool, that's exciting. Uh, so I'm sure there will be more to see on there. Um, so, Chris, um, yes. gaming goals, just hit that up front like we usually yep. do. How's your gaming goals doing? Now, I think you downloaded BG stats and started getting it going. I again did.
0: Right? Um, I've got more going um, since we did that in June. I've got uh, 20 games. So it's, uh, it's. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, really, it is. So, 20 in a month for us is pretty good so um it's doing well yep a lot of them are are different um but uh so it's new games inputted (laughs) since the wipeout if you (laughs) want to call it that so it it counts counts, right Technicality. But uh, it's a technicality; it's all good. But yeah, so getting good on that. Um, still, um, our IKEA road trip is on hold to finish mm-hmm. up the game stores. Uh, so we're gonna do that after uh, the wedding because <laughs> I, I shared that that debacle a couple we- uh, a couple episodes ago <laughs> when yeah. when uh, when IKEA opened in Kansas City reopened for in store, just everything was uh, wiped out. So we got to get uh, the shelves back in stock. Then Jamie and I are gonna make a road trip down. And cool. we're uh we're we'll plan on another uh, game day, um, a longer weekend type bit. Uh, so we just gotta uh, get through the marriage and the wedding and all of that aspects. Just get that out so, of the you way. Just get that out of the <laughs> way. Oh yeah, and that's and then my house sold. So we close. Oh really? Yeah, so wow, we, congrats. Yeah, that's exciting. Thanks. Yeah, so we close on that August third. So we literally have one month to get everything out. And transition and get rid of and get rid of that. So, so yeah, it's been it's 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 a busy summer for us, and we still still get to play board games. And Jamie still and record podcasts and record (laughs) record podcasts exactly. (laughs) Hey, at least you got
1: a bunch of kids that are able bodied to help you carry stuff. Yeah,
0: they will. We'll get them all. um, Yeah, all seven of them. We'll uh, get them working for us and helping us along. So it'll be a fun time. It'll be fun yes, exciting.
1: A lot of life changes. It's it's crazy.
0: Yes. Yes, we. Li- yep, we like. Uh, we. Yeah, we like. We like changing <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> embrace it. You gotta uh, have head to. Uh, he- absolutely.
1: Uh, so uh, gaming goals for me. I, you know, I didn't play a whole lot per se. I mean, I played a lot of Gloomhaven, uh, Jaws of the Lion, but I'm up to 189 now. Nice, um, 69, still 69 games <laughs> played because I just keep playing Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. It's that good. So much fun. Uh, I was going to talk to you, Chris. I don't know if you uh, heard Caught last week's episode yet, but um, the Jaws of the Line, we picked that up and it was that standalone. I'll try not to talk about Gloomhaven for 15, 20 minutes this episode, but uh, definitely, I could see your boys getting into that. Um, and you don't have to take away from the main campaign or anything we're playing, right? Because it's a it's a prequel, technically, to Gloomhaven, and it's a lot of fun. It plays basically the same way, but it's really nice introductory, kind of stair steps you into it, where the first couple scenarios is really just pulled back, very basic, and then every scenario, it just keeps adding in all the different components and the different... Um, Cards. It even has you between swapping out cards to get more of your advanced cards, and it kind of stair steps you into it, kind of easy into it. Opposed to when we played it, it was, it was, it was information and rule overload. At least that's what I felt like the first couple times we played it. But so good, a lot of fun. Anyway, so that's really basically all I've been playing this week. But
0: you been playing that solo?
1: Nope, been playing with that with Emily. Oh, Emily. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Emily was uh, interested in in figuring out what this um, all the hype is around Gloomhaven. <laughs> so, but the, it's it's tricky because we've we've already started Gloomhaven and we have all of our characters, all four of us, and we've had our level up and we're well, I don't know, we're like ten, twelve scenarios in, and that's hard to pick up in the middle of it without messing with our progress and the storyline and whatnot. So, um, it's kind of cool, give her a chance to get into that, but. Hopefully, after last week, some of you guys, if you wanted it, were able to find it. It's a little tricky to find, but you can pre-order it from, you know, Miniature Market, all those places. Um, I think it comes out in September to retail for everybody, everywhere else. But, uh, yeah, good times fun. Uh any any games you've been playing recently, Chris?
0: Um I didn't get to play a lot this last week, uh, but I did get a host. Jamie and I hosted uh Grace, our second oldest. Um they're after prom. So the oh. prom got canceled this year for the school oh, wise. Yeah, that's so they right. weren't doing anything. So um Grace has two besties and I love this group of friends. They're just awesome girls. Um the three amigos, three musketeers type. And, um, they, uh, two of them have boyfriends and then there's a, a third guy friend. So six, six people, um, they got together. One of the Grace's friends, grandma hosted a prom on a Friday night, last Friday night. So out, she has a big barn and a pool and this kind of stuff. So they dressed up formal, did pictures, did the red carpet, had a dance, and just had fun like that. It was. It was. Um, So um, what happened was is graduation was changed to Saturday morning. So they did prom on Friday night. They didn't and just did the dance and the swimming pool and stuff like that and then went to graduation Saturday morning. And then Saturday night, Jamie and I hosted them in the new basement and because wow. Grace wanted to do game nights. So i oh like, heck yeah. yes. So all six <laughs> of them came over and um, they set up games. We did Pitch Car, introduced them to Pitch Car uh, as an icebreaker type game. And then right. a couple yes. of them uh, brought a games like one of the friends had uh, uh, You've Got Crabs. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have uh, seen yep. or heard of it. Yep. It's kind
1: of a party style yeah, game. Yeah,
0: it is a very party style game. So they liked that. So they introduced that and, and played with that. And I got Grace for Christmas. Um, well, her birthday actually is January fourth, so it was right after Christmas. The Bob Ross uh, art, uh, oh, chill yeah. of art, art of chill game. Yeah, so, it's a Target yes, exclusive, yeah, I think. Yep, yep. And so they played a little bit of that, but then it, they capped off the night with multiple games of Betrayal at the House on the oh, Hill. Oh, so good! Oh, yes. So I love that. They game. Did you, all loved it. So yep. Did you help out? Kind of like yes. Uh, so I proctored help- it. Yep. So I got a couple player aids, and I'm all I love player aids. I love printing them off. I'd laminated them each, so each kid had the action steps and no one. Had, so I basically talked to them and said, "Hey, this is how it works. These are the symbols. Um, this is the the omens. This is the haunt, uh, how the haunt gets uh, triggered. These are the uh, the different items, and this is how you how you the gameplay basically." And they had so much fun playing it. They ended up playing it again a second time, and nice. just kept playing. And it got to be like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it oh, was, oh, I yeah. mean, that's it's after Rob. Oh yeah, it was after Rob. <laughs> so, and so, yeah, so we, uh, we had them all stay at our house. And uh, which okay, we have Arlo security cameras all over the place. So <laughs> Grace knows we hear and see everything. <laughs> and those Arlo cameras, you can talk through them. <laughs> it's HD. It video records. It's motion sensors. So they knew. So they were safe. Um, no no shenanigans were going on after hours. <laughs> um, so anyway, we uh, we I had them and stayed over, and they stayed over the nights, and we were, had breakfast ready and stuff like that before we went to church, and they slept in, and it was it was it, they had a fun time grace loved it and the friends were just i loved sitting upstairs jamie and i were upstairs and we were making pizzas for him and and going down and oh, and, nice. and we're just hearing them laugh and just all night long it's i love that so yeah grace came to us a couple weeks ago um when prom was officially canceled for our high school and said they were talking about doing um, prom with their friends and asked if we can do um uh, an after prom, and I said, Absolutely, babe. Timing worked out. We got the basement done, got everything ready. So, so yeah. So she, oh, she, they played medium. Um, that was another party game. Love that. Mm. That's a very good game. Did they like yep. that? Yeah. They, they really like that. They played that a couple times. So that was another party game that they did. Um, During the night and stuff too. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. I love teaching games. I love introducing them to people. Um, Grace, she's part of our, we play a lot, but to see her friends come over and get excited and (laughs) they all know that uh, that we have games and we have a a game storage room and... (laughs) all this stuff. So they, they were all excited and, and it's funny because, uh, Jamie and I had snacks set out on the bar area with beverages for them. Um, Mm -hmm. Grace and her boyfriend, Kale made a cake, this stuff. And so they were, um, uh, we were starting to make pizzas, and the friends were like, hey, okay, we better start playing the game before we get the food out and get our hands messy so we don't get the game pieces <laughs> messy. And I'm like, yes, I love you guys. They're like, we know, Mr. Hatchet. We know. <laughs> we know your rules <laughs> on the games. <laughs> no no Cheeto resin all over the cards or anything That's like that. That's when you yep. know that, you, that yes, your kids have good yep, friends. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny. Oh man. Yeah. It was a good time.
0: I loved seeing them have fun. So and and I love introducing new games to people and teaching them and stuff. So especially good games like Betrayal. Yeah.
1: Oh, so yeah, good. Yeah. Now, I mean the game can get a little fiddly and kind yeah, of yeah. silly, but you know, as long as you're you kind of play
0: with the oh, spirit yes, of it. Because sometimes
1: the honestly with that game, sometimes with those haunts, yes. it's kinda like, well, I think they mean this. Yeah. So
0: you know it's classic B horror movie themed board game mm-hmm. and you keep it at that and it's an awesome event it's like lucidor you play into it and you do you you play into the game and you act that and it's just so much of a fun experience
1: did you see that they made a Scooby Doo themed version of
0: I may love already have it on pre-order from Cool Stuff Inc. Just so. <laughs> okay,
1: there you go. I'm really <laughs> interested to see how much different it is. I almost I really kind of want to buy yeah. it. Just yeah. I well, mean, who
0: doesn't love Scooby-Doo, right? I I checked last week prior to uh the this week of uh the the after prom and it wasn't in stock yet. So so it's not in stock yet, but I do have a, a copy coming sometime <laughs> when when the pre-order fills. That's so you awesome. can we can check it out. It's supposed to have I think 8 it, they're all Scooby Doo themed um, uh, haunts and mysteries and things like that. So and even I'm, the
1: characters yes. are the characters from Scooby oh, Doo. It
0: is. It's. I mean, I grew up watching Scooby Doo. Oh uh, the, yeah, me and too, the yeah. movies they did. The live action movies were were good. I mean, they're campy, but they're good. Sure. Yeah. And well, the first one, I like the first one a lot. So I I sure.
1: can't say I remember the yep. movies. All I know, I do remember watching those cartoons growing yes, up. Yes, the cartoons were great. I, I'm usually not a big fan of that whole IP crossover thing where it just feels like a cash grab. I'm looking sure. at you, Marvel. Yeah. Um, But... There are I'm actually kind of interested in this. I think yeah. this works really well.
0: It's you know, and it really it comes down to it. I agree with you on that IP, especially when they just take it, take an IP and just paste it on. But you've got some good companies like Gale Force Nine did with Spartacus and Battle. Uh, you get Battlestar Galactica game by Fantasy Flight. Uh, there are some good IPs that draw people that they've made into really good board games. So, so kudos to that when they when they do something. So I'm crossing my fingers hoping that the Scooby Doo a betrayal um at the House on the Hill game is is good. So Yeah, I I
1: sure I sure hope so. Um so I don't really have a whole lot of games, sorry if yeah.
0: if you're listening,
1: to talk about just because I've been playing a lot of Gloomhaven and well, I just wanted to play Gloomhaven, so uh what are you gonna do? But I did want to talk. We were talking a little bit of, of this off air. But Stonemeyer Games announced their new game called Pendulum. Yeah, uh, it's P U P. I can't. I can't spell P E N D U L U M. Pendulum, and it's uh, not actually designed by by Jamie Stagmeyer, the um, st- president, CEO. I don't know. Uh, he runs Stonemeyer Games. Whatever yes. his title is. You know, he designs other games in there. We've talked about them. Tapestry, Scythe, uh, some are our favorites. But but he is publishing this one. And what I really love about Stonemeyer Games is they don't announce a game until it's done printing. And apparently in, already shipped out to fulfillment centers. Because the pre-order does not go live until August 5th. And then they're going to start shipping out from fulfillment centers by the end of August. So that's less than 30 days between pre-order, and you're going to have it in hand, which is fabulous. Very much. I mean, I, I get the hype and the marketing machine. This happens in board games. This happens in video games and pretty much all media and hobbies where you'll hear about a game, and it does not come out for a year or two years. It gets delayed three years and by then you've kind of moved on or kind of forgotten about it. I love that you can get excited about something and then have it in hand within 30 days and kind of move that, uh, that excitement. I really like that approach. I agree. Uh, I agree. I wish other publishers did it. I, I understand the way they're... Uh, I, I can understand both ways, and it's tough, uh, but I really do like this approach better. But anyway, so this game, uh, Pendulum, it's a competitive turnless... Asymmetric worker placement time optimization game. Talk about some (laughs) synergistic wow terms or something. I don't know. I don't even know what half of that means. But it's a 1 to 5, uh, 69 minutes. He hasn't released a whole lot of details about it. He's gonna slow drip it out until August 5th. So he has a weekly podcast that he in and YouTube video. So I'm sure he'll talk about that. But kind of equate it to viticulture for the complexity, which isn't terribly complex. No, not, not at all. What I find interesting about this is time is a resource in this game. Because you get three different sand timers of different time lengths as one of the components for each player. And looking at the pictures, again, without explaining it, is there's these spots that you can place your sand timers on on these cards or spots on the board looking at the picture. And the time, because it's turnless, the time is actually what dictates what you can do from the sounds of it. So you're having to use time to figure out how many actions and stuff you can do because it sounds like it's real time.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's what it looks like with these timers. So that's kind of cool.
1: I've never real. I mean, we've had real time games. We've. Have you played Zombie Fifteen with us at work? No, Did I have you? not. Okay,
0: I have not. But this this game comes with three different sand timers: a forty five second, a two minute, and a three minute. Yep. So right. there's variation of 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 time mechanic.
1: So you kind of had to pick what you want to do or win, right. if you will. Yeah, it it seems really interesting as a fantasy theme. I really like the artwork. It's pretty cool. I love Worker Place, but I love asymmetric games. Um, you know, asymmetric where certain people have different abilities and powers and they're going to be a little different, but uh, they do get balanced out somehow. I don't know. It looks really interesting. I really like the theme. Really excited to see how this plays. And it sounded like it got a lot of buzz. So how this came about, looking at the backstory, is Stonemeyer Games has this... uh, What do you call it? Um, It's like a game developer workshop day where people can bring their prototype games and everybody gets to try it. But it's very organized. It's very streamlined. And this was actually voted as one of the highest rated ones from all the previous uh, sessions, or right? I don't, you know, I, that's pretty cool. and I don't even know what they call them. And so that's how Jamie found out about this game is he was super interested in it. And that's how he came to publish this for them. So very cool. Um, you know, love or hate Jamie, you got to love what he does for the board gaming hobby yeah. and, 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 and how he's, you know, basically empowering these independent, designers i mean look at wingspan that game oh gosh, went really yes. hot and elizabeth hargrave got put on the map basically i don't want to say like discovered but i mean that was her first real big published game and it, because jamie saw her game and recognized what that game was and gave her a chance and it looks like same with this guy i, I don't know it's it's cool i really like that and um i mean jamie's very selective with the games that still yeah. games puts out <laughs> yeah. they only put out what one or maybe two games a year and And a lot of those games are expansions at that
0: i like that though because then they could really focus on that game and make it a good game and make it high quality and do a great job of getting it all through the steps of the production publicizing it getting it out there doing the whole game design and research and and game play testing things like that so i kudos to them
1: yeah, some people may don't actually feel that sentiment. Some people think that their games are sure. way overproduced, too expensive, and not play test or balanced enough. I don't know. I probably disagree. I, I think Stonemeyer Games is more the luxury line publisher yes, of games. You're not going to find shoddy uh, 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 components. You're not going to find lacking storage. All their games have custom storage. All their components are high quality, maybe over the top. But that's what he decides to do. Love it or hate it. You don't have to buy it, yep. but just know that's what his games are. They're they're more luxury. Like you're gonna get a little more quality, maybe quote unquote overproduce. But you know if if you don't mind, her, that's what you're in the market yeah, for. By I all like means, that. I like that. Yeah, I I like bringing it out, and people are like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like it's got wow. table presence. Yep. Absolutely does. Absolutely does. Cool. So that's uh, that's my five minutes of talking about Stolmeyer Games. I mean. Um, it's only been a hot minute since I've last talked about them,
0: but uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, any, anything, uh, any other games that you've been playing or?
0: No, not really. That was, that was the big thing. Um, we've been out uh, about a lot as in moving back and forth to the houses. So having that uh, game night for grace uh, was, was the big thing really that we've, and, we've happened. I so. mean,
1: it's not like you have any other stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe we what can handle, we can juggle one more thing. Come on. What's, what's five balls? Juggling five balls.
1: <laughs> Four. Plus all the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just, uh, yeah, crazy. It's all, um, we love couple it. couple things, just because I know you love Kickstarters, Chris. Yeah, uh, I do. Boss Monster Overlord. Have you seen that? Oh,
0: no. Gabe is a big fan of Boss Monster. He has them all. So Overlord...
1: Is a it's it's the same vein of boss monster where it's the eight bit video yep. game theme, Uh but instead of of building a dungeon, uh for those if you haven't played this game, it's really just a card game where you're you're making a dungeon and you're trying to kill the heroes that yep. go
0: through it. Pretty cool, good, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's fun. You get victory points, and if you grew up playing these side scrolling. Eight yes. bit games on Nintendo and Super Nintendo. This is this is it. Like there's even there's it even it even has references to real life video games. So it's it's great. You'll just pull a card. You're like, oh, that's funny. I know what they're talking about. So anyway, Overlord Boss Monster Adventures on Kickstarter has. we'll um, see when this when this comes. Let's see when does it come out. Uh when this podcast comes out, it will. End on the ninth, uh, so yep. the Thursday after this podcast comes out. Um, it is a overworld builder, so think if you've played Zelda: Link to the Past yes. or any of those classic games where there's an overworld map and there's dungeons that you go into the overworld. Think that it's a basically a tile placement game, retro inspired, obviously because it's the boss monster, and you're just building an over map of a eight bit. Video game world. I don't know how else to yeah. explain. It. I mean, that's basically
0: well, what it is. Looking at the art, it looks just like a Zelda overview uh, back it from the eighties and nineties. Just that that, like you said, eight bit graphic arcade, uh, two dimensional over a, a bird's eye view of the land. And I with think different terrain exactly. like
1: forest, and yeah, cave right, right and next to the mountain, and... right
0: next to the desert. So it doesn't make all a lot of sense, but it it, it fits with everything that that you remember those old old school video games with
1: for $40 getting all that stuff. And it has a custom game trays. Oh man, it has game trays on it. You pretty much sold it. Game trays is amazing guys. If you haven't played a game or have a game that you own that has game trays, that's a company for storage in there. Oh man, their custom storage is top notch. Uh, But you know, with part of this is you get the storage solution for this, which is, amazing for forty dollars I mean this game is going to retail for thirty dollars to forty dollars so you're gonna get this game plus a bunch of extras again I no affiliation we didn't get paid for anything any of this but this game looks neat um, and just the stretch goals and all the extra content you're gonna get with final bosses premium insert uh, more pixel art bonuses bosses and all this stuff like that like forty dollars is a pretty pretty darn good uh, deal and then if you want there's did you see the, t- the $55? I'm
0: looking at it right now with the tile <laughs> tower. Not the There's dice a- tower. It's the broken tokens tile tower.
1: There's a big tower where it says Overlord on it, and it has the tiles that go in there, and you can just pull them out the back of it. Yep. It's pretty cool. It does nice presence. Cool. Yep. So that's only, what, $15 more, yeah. right? You, that,
0: it also includes a Tower Edition Market Board, and it's basically you draft in the style with a central board that helps you organize your tile terrains and monster tokens as they enter the game. So nice. you, you get that Market Board and the tile tower for the additional 15 bucks. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I really like Brotherwise Games. Uh, they've put out some really good stuff. I mean, obviously all the bots... I can't talk today. All the boss monster stuff, but Brotherwise Games also did um Call to Adventure, right?
0: Yes, that is true.
1: Which just saw today. They're shipping up the Stormlight Archive, the Brandon Sanderson epic fantasy series themed Call to Adventure game. Really really excited. About That's that. pretty cool. Anyway, so uh yeah, that that's what I'm interested in. Uh any Kickstarters you've been looking at or back
0: in? Oh, been looking at a few. Well, I'm sure you've so, been looking at, but Yes. <laughs> well, I got a wedding coming. Um, so no, the uh there's the Terraforming Mars big box plus three D tiles.
1: Uh so I'm, I'm so it's so expensive for just getting a stupid box and three D train. Well, yeah. No, but, no offense to Steve Bonacore.
0: See, I only have the base game. I don't have any of the expansions. So well, it doesn't
1: come with the game. W- the main pledge only comes with the tiles and the big box. Oh, it does not come with the game.
0: Right. There's different pledges. So, sure, sure. A, you have to I'm add on. At, there's a pledge yeah. that you save a quality amount of money um, to get the five expansions plus the big box. And then sure. the tiles and stuff. So it's that's what I'm looking at because I don't have any ex- those five expansions. I can get them all now. Um, do that, that kind of bit. Anyway, I was looking at that. The it's a lot of uh, two
1: twenty four. for yep, everything. For
0: then that includes the two twenty four includes the uh, base game too as well, or and all the expansions, right? And or for one seventy nine, you get all the expansions and the big box and the, that train and that kind of aspect. So that's that's the uh, what's that called? So that's the terraforming veteran. The yep. corporate CEO has everything for that, and that's the two twenty-four place. But yeah, uh, I'm just looking at one of those things. I've got, I've got a wedding, and I got another kid going off to college, and things like that. So I'd have to take a third mortgage to uh, look at my uh, <laughs> to fund your addiction, uh, exactly. <laughs> the Kickstarter addiction. No, that's the only one. I that's the only other one I was looking at um yeah besides uh 13
1: hours to go at the time of recording so by the time this podcast comes that's closed
0: yeah well you usually
1: late pledge for these things
0: yeah a lot of these you can i've noticed that um there was actually one i reached out to is um gosh what i'm looking at it i'm gonna blank on this it was dwarf theme Um, of course dice what was it?
1: Oh, is it that one the, with the mountain and you like stack yes. the dice on the side yes. of it? That looked pretty yes. cool.
0: I was actually working out the other day and just pulling up and reading some news and and uh, saw an email stating uh, it was one of those crowdfunding emails, which sure, uh, and it's like, hey, ending uh, today, which was yesterday so i missed out so uh, i emailed the guys and but yeah that looks really cool um so there's like um they are doing a late Components looks neat yes so there's it's basically there's a cardboard or you can get the deluxe edition with a a plastic mountain and you roll the dice in there and the dice faces there's different colors of dice which represent different things as well as um uh, the different faces of that. So, uh, it basically represents the dwarves fought the, the dragons out of the mountains years years and years ago, and the dwarves been prospering. They've been digging and mining, and the dragons have been uh wading and lumbering, and they're finally coming back to the surface. So, you've got to fend off the dragons as well as fend off tunnel cave ins with various rolling. And you roll the dice, and there's some beer faces that's uh that help help with the dragons and I, I think it's the dragons and then there's some like shovel faces which help with mm-hmm. fight off the cave ins. So it's it it looked really cool. So I emailed the guys to get uh an idea for for the late pledge and so they said they'll um so i got an email list basically to notify when the late pledge goes out so
1: oh very cool yeah 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 it just the component and how the dice line up on the mountain thing i thought that was pretty neat that was really eye-catching it was pretty cool
0: i thought it was pretty cool so it's about dwarves and it's got dice and there's beer faces so what what
1: i mean what can go wrong it's awesome i know exactly (laughs) <laughs> that's funny the only other th- one i was looking at here and it ends in two weeks is role player adventures so Ooh. you have the role player games yes. and the expansion and then you have like cartographers which is set in the role player adventure world and you have lockup, which we've talked Emily and I think talked about in the podcast, which is again in the role player world. But it's you know these are all different types of games, but they're all the same theme. They even have the same monsters and like races and species, and I mean it's fan it's it's fantasy themed, sure. But this game, role player adventures, it's a standalone co op board game. But the cool thing is how I understand it here is that you can take your characters that you build in role player and bring them into this, this game. It's kind of a, it's not really a dungeon diver type of game, but it's a, it's a adventure type game co-op. You're fighting enemies and going through a storyline and, and attacking guys. There's dice chucking. Of course. I mean, why it's role player, of course. And uh, I just think that's really neat that you can use your actual characters that you make in Roleplayer, though, with their values, their stats. If you haven't played Roleplayer, basically the whole game is building a character. Think Dungeons and Dragons. You have all these stats and you get a bunch of cards that give you extra, you know, victory points and other bonuses for completing. But you're basically rolling and drafting dice and, and building your character and their stats using the dice. Kind of think a hybrid of Sagrada meets fantasy D anD D.
0: Cool, liking it.
1: And you get points based on how well you made up your character, or drafted them. So you're gonna be able to take that and then bring it into an adventure. You actually a co op adventure. You get to play with other, um, you know, your friends or or I guess it's solo. I said one to five, and you go through the world of. uh of This new role player venture is pretty cool. It is $100, a hundred dollars, a little pricey. Uh, the all in for four hundred dollars gives you every single game that they have in the role playing universe. It looks like all the role player expansions, promo cards, cartographers, metal coins, dice tower. Yeah, you get literally everything in all their games, which is a little nice. pricey, but but for a hundred dollars for the game, uh, pretty cool. And uh, 135 for the base game and expansion. That's what I don't get. Is, how can you have an expansion for the game that you haven't even released yet? I don't get
0: it. Wait, I I don't get that marketing. It, it, it that is marketing. That has to be a marketing thing. So, um, the game <laughs> I was referring to was Dice Miner by Atlas Dice Games. Miner. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They're the one who did like Dwarf Seven or whatever that game is.
0: Uh, Atlas did that.
1: Yeah, remember you got it free that one I, year I had at the duel. Uh, yep. Yeah, but it's that it's that same people. Oh, it's the same is it theme, okay? I believe. It.
0: Yeah, because that was that was like a French designer. That you know they also do your favorite cogs and commissars. Remember that from Origins?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I totally forgot about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did
1: we talk about it on the? We yes, talk we did. The podcast we did.
0: We go back and listen to our did. Origins episode. Yes, I
1: think it was day one, right? <laughs> it
0: was very early. It was very early. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yes. That guy was so excited about it, though. Was very excited about it. He was. And for
1: how expensive that game. And it was deluxified. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, One other thing I want to bring up is I saw this on Board Game Geek. They were playing this. And, I mean, the marketing machine is working, obviously, because I'm talking about it. But it's called Mon. This this is German. I don't speak German. Mon muss ach können können. I don't even know what that means in English, uh, but it is. it reminds me of, and this is by Schmidt is going to be the publisher. They're, they do a lot of German to English crossovers. Uh, like Quacks of Schmidt, ha, uh, they imported that are kind of the publisher oh, okay. for English. Anyway, so uh, this looks like it's German right now, and I assume it'll come to America or to the United States or have an English translation, but it reminds me and looks... Very suspiciously like Gonshan Clever. I mean, the cover oh. even says Gonin Konin, which I don't know what that means. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Uh, it has five colored dice. It looks the exact same box and the color scheme. Cool. Anyway, however, what's what looks different about this is you have these little cards, small square cards that are they look like they're uh, laminated or kind of has that lamination uh, type finish on them yep. and it comes with dry erase markers oh. with it and so you looks like looking at these pictures without having to watch all the gameplay and stuff is these have things like Gonshon Clever so within one card it might say and this actually reminds me a lot of and I know I'm jumping around here Uh, But that Fuse game, did you ever play Fuse with us at work?
0: I don't remember that.
1: Fuse is that real-time strategy game where you're trying to defuse bombs and you're having to roll dice, and each of the cards have a preset where it might be this dice and this dice and this dice. Numbers have to be equal or you have to alternate them. They get kind of hard and difficult. Well, it's the same idea here where it says you have to have a 2-2-2-6-7-8. might be printed on it and some might have uh, a white background which means any dice or one might be blue so you have to be a specific blue six for example or it might have just blue squares where you can just put any number as long as it's a blue die on there so it looks like you kind of draft these cards and in some case some of the cards actually link together And you're rolling dice and marking these off. And as you mark them on the bottom of the cards, it shows you how many victory points you get. And that's how many you're basically just collecting victory points based on how you're rolling it. But what I really like about this is that it's like Gonshan Clever, where you might have some that this one has to be less than this one that's greater than this one kind of deals. But it's random, Because it's a bunch of cards. So every time you play it, there's going to be a little more replayability. Not that there's not replayability for Gonshan Clever because you're trying to get better and better. But I don't know about you, Chris. I've played, and I love Gonshan Clever and Twice as Clever, but it gets a little old sometimes if you played a lot.
0: Yeah, I I would say that. So that's... It's one of those, you, you mix it up with, you get it. I like to get a pool of games and include that one in that type of pool where you play it and then you put it away for a while because you're playing something else. Then you come back because it's fresh. Because if you play that over and over and over and over, to me, that that game gets bo- uh, boring. It gets stale.
1: And the, and you'll find strategies that are going to be better than others. So yeah. you're going to play that strategy. I find that to be true. yep And at some point you're like, okay, well, I've almost hit 300 or I've got about 300. That's about the best I'm ever going to do. I don't know why you keep playing that because that really the gate that game you just keep playing because you want to try to challenge yourself to get a higher score yeah not necessarily win I mean if you get the highest score you're gonna win but yeah you're trying to go for record here um opposed to this game kind of gives the same feels except for there's cards so it's going to be different every time and it looks like a little drafting too because there's a there's a cards in the middle and then you have your own cards that you're trying to roll for it looks really really cool this looks right up our alley it's a roll and right but man i'm loving these rolling and rights and this looks like it's going to be exciting and a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to that i again oh here's the english translation you have to also grant others something <laughs>
0: It's almost like the exactly German name better.
1: Man muss <laughs> ach <laughs> Gunnkonnen. Sorry wow. for the German speakers. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but players determine their own targets uh, for what to roll by buying cars during the game to build their own score sheets. All players are involved in the game because the active player re rolls their dice, and then everyone else can use those results themselves, i.e., it's a modular Ganshan clever. Really looking forward to this. I. I don't know if this is coming out soon to America, but I sure hope so because this looks right up our alley. Yeah. Anyway, all right, I'm done with talking about games. You good? I'm good. Oh man, so cool. Well, we're somehow at the forty minute mark. <laughs> babbling. Yeah, I, I, I hope you enjoyed it. I guess. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate. I, I, it. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Good times. Hopefully, we can start streaming live soon. Um, I talked about that last week a little bit, but our I realized that I <laughs> I should have like pulled the trigger right away because our hosting for where we are right now is Buzzsprout, and they renewed last week. So, we got like a full month left. So, oh. I'm going to tra- try to transition at the end of the month and this be the last month for Buzzsprout. So, once I transition over, we should be able to live stream, which I think would be kind of fun. And it just does a little more streamlined for us connecting through audio and video. And it just makes it easier, I think. Um, All in one spot. And it saves, it looks like, the live stream so people can pull them up and look at them, which is pretty cool. Then you can see how much I cut out.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And my clothes in the background.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's true. You might have to.
0: I'll dress up my closet. I'll organize it better.
1: (laughs) I need to get one of those green screens you know, that you put behind it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just get a tarp. Get a green tarp. Yeah. Uh,
1: they actually it's surprisingly have those pretty available on Target stuff.
0: So oh, I bet nowadays.
1: You can get one of those um, you know, where it pulls from the bottom and then hooks at to the top. Oh, you see yep, that a lot yep. with like Projector banners yep. and signs. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they do it just green screen. Sure. Anyway, good times. We'll go ahead and end it there. I hope everybody's doing really well. I know quarantine is dragging on and it sounds like there's no insight now with uh, schools announcing. Some schools are doing like hybrid or at home. Um work our work is now probably september maybe maybe later 2021 2021 that's a whole year yeah um so i don't know about you um it's rough i not to get too serious here but like statistics are showing the mental effects that people this is having on people and i know i'm feeling it too uh just not socializing not be able to get outside a whole lot i i don't know about you i'm working a lot. Crazy busy. This uh, this project we're working on is really busy. I'm working 10-hour days every day, rarely taking lunches. And it, it's, it's easy just to kind of feel isolated, feel alone, um, even with others around us. But uh, I just, hopefully you're doing well. I know there is, the only reason I bring this up is I know this week a famous Twitch streamer uh, died, committed suicide. And it's just kind of sad because this is happening a lot. Um, so I hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, definitely encourage you if if you're for mental issues and stuff like that, see somebody, talk to somebody. I highly encourage it. It is really, really important. You're not alone. Reach out to anybody and everybody. Um, please do so. So just want to put that out there that it's really easy just to kind of go day to day and not seek help when you need it. So just want to throw that out there. hopefully. Everybody that's listening is okay, but if you are struggling with that, I highly encourage you to reach out and talk to somebody. There is help out there, and
0: you're not alone. Absolutely, what you said is important. So know that there are people out there who uh, who care about you. Um, there are. So, and it's one of those things that is not easy to to admit or talk to or whatever. But just stay ahead of it. Positive, Absolutely. positive thinking.
1: Sorry to bring that down. I just wanted to bring that up because that was kind of a big deal today that this really well-known Twitch streamer um, died, passed away. So, pretty sad. All right. Well, we'll end on that note, I guess. (laughs) Um, But I just wanted to put that out there that hopefully everybody's taking care of themselves and uh, doing what they need to do. All right. Well, Chris, hope everything goes well with the wedding. Right. Thank you. Hope everything goes smoothly. I know things are crazy and chaotic, but... I'm sure everything go well and in the end, every, everything will be
0: great. It should be. It'll all work out. It's what Jamie and I tell each other.
1: <laughs> and, and you guys still have each other, right? Yes,
0: exactly. She still loves me. I love her unconditionally. Perfect.
1: Well, that's that's exciting. I'm excited for you guys. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. We really do. If, again, you like the show, share it with your friends, family, mothers, sisters, brothers, whatever. I'm sure I missed something in there. Uh, we, we do appreciate it. Again, follow us on social media. Uh, we'll have all updates, any information coming forward, especially if we start doing livecasts, or it, when we start doing livecasts for the podcast. Uh, but until next time, to episode 62, I'm your host, Brian.
0: And I'm Chris.
1: And keep on gaming. Join the conversation feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod. And that's GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.